So we're on Daf 98. <laughs> Sanhedrin. Today's Yesterday we had this discussion with Rabbi, Rabbi Eliezer and Rabbi Yeshua as to if the, if the redemption is going to come through tshuva or through, through God's hand. And it wasn't clear, in Rabbi Yeshua's words, one could understand that God's hand equals God forcing us to do tshuva through bringing um, some sort of oppressor upon us. But uh, some of the, some of his statements, it's not clear. It could just be like God would have done brought the brought the redemption without necessarily through an oppressor. But nevertheless, uh, there's a machloki between them. In the end, Rabbi Yeshua brings a pretty good um, pretty good argument that God will bring it even without um, tshuva, without not dependent on Israel's actions. And shatak um, Rabbi Eliezer, so he accepted it. That's like interesting, right? Like. That's like yeah, he said had nothing to say. That yeah. Was yeah, he had nothing to say. How so. often do you see that? <laughs> yeah, it's <that's> true. <laughs> so, um, so basically, our Gemara is going to be mostly this daf is going to be mostly on. Are you in? Yeah. Oh yeah. Wow. This daf is mostly going to be on again going back to like how are we going to know the Mashiachs here. What's the, what are the signs for that? Um, up here. Um, what are the signs for that? Uh, we're going to talk about... Um, that, that's like the first topic, and that goes all the way till the second page. And then there, it's going to be a little discussion on like, do I want to be around that time? Do I want to be there around that time or no? Is, is it worth being there or not? On one hand, there's good, there are good things. On the other hand, there's, there are tough things. Do I really want to be there? And then at the end of the Gemara, we're going to talk about... Um, like the Mashiach's name and who's worthy of being Mashiach, and all these rabbis are saying, "Well, if it was uh, if it was Mashiach, well, he would definitely have my name." There's like this whole discussion around that. We're gonna see what that means. But um, what I like to focus this on, which I think is like a undercurrent in this text, are ways which we can be because we had this discussion of like, do, is it through tshuva? Is our actions or is God bringing it? And that tension continues, and it's worth kind of pointing out the. Interspersed in these discussions are things that we can do to bring the Mashiach, to bring the, the redemption. That's something to pay attention to as we go along. And I think they all have a similar theme. That's kind of like an undercurrent uh, theme that we could focus on. All right, so we are 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, nine lines down. I was pretty happy that was a really long pasuk, so that got us like really far down the dock. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay, Ramar Abi Abba. So, okay. This is a, when I came, to, when I was in, started in Yeshiva in Israel, it was a national religious Yeshiva, Mahomi Ir, and one of the first things they taught me was like this Gemara, because they were very into the idea that we're in the Messianic pro, uh, process right now, and they used to quote this Gemara, and I remembered it all the time, Tzadikhet, just whatever, just was ingrained in my head. So how do you know um, when the Mashiach is going to be here? There's not a, a bigger Ketz, a bigger sign, or bigger uh, end than this, or this, 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 this revealed end. And the continuation is that's the continuation of it. So how do we know that we're in the times of Mashiach? Simple. Look outside. Look at the, look at the hills and see that everything is sprouting. 
So that was what they used to say. You know, I used to ask them, go, listen, I'm, I just, you know, I, just, I wasn't, just became religious now, and you're telling me we're in the redemption. And they go, listen, we have a, it says here, the Pasuk says, when, how do I know it's redemption? <coughs> when, when you see the, the hills. And I just wanted to read this text that was uh, quoted in uh, this is Mark Twain. Are you familiar with this text? Mark Twain, he wrote a book on... About the innocence abroad, about his impressions of yeah. the Holy Land. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, so there's a quote where he's... Exactly, innocence abroad. Yeah, exactly. So he said... He said actually, I actually have it in my pictures. He says this. Um, when he visited Palestine, he wasn't so impressed with what was going on. This was in 1897. He says, A desolate country whose soil is rich enough, but is given over wholly to weeds, a silent, mournful expanse. Desolation is here that not even imagination can grace with the, with the pomp of life and action. We never saw a human being on the whole route. There was hardly a tree or a shrub anywhere. Even the olive and the cactus, those fast friends of the worthless soil, had almost deserted the country. So, this is often brought, where it's, you know, look, look what's going on now. It's a clear sign. 2,000 years is kind of desolate, and now Israel is, is, uh, is flourishing. That was, uh, okay. So that's a positive one. Now we're going to go into some, some negative ones again. Rabbi Eliezer Omer, af shenemar. So there's not a bigger catch than this. What's mizeh? Kilifnei yemima ele hahem haele hahem. Sachar hadam loniye. The sachar bema inena, but the yotzev laba in shalom minatzar. So there's no. There's gonna be no. Um, people won't be able to make money, and even for their animals, there will be no sachar for their work of their animals. And for those who go out and go in, there won't be shalom because of all the uh, all the. Oppression, all the all the uh, inflictions, the tsar. So they're asking, "My my leotzev lava lavo in shalom mina tsar." Rav Hamar, af tamri chachamim shekatuvim shalom. Tamri chachamim, it says about them shalom. Shalom, Rav lo avet aratecha. Ain shalom ipnei tsar. So they they won't have shalom because of all the the tough times at that in that period. So again, we say that not people are making money. Tamri chachamim won't won't have shalom. I mean, even those tamri chachamim maybe who don't all, usually have a lot of money, they won't even be at peace. Cause um, at that time, and Rashi says minatzar mirov tzarot. Another one is mietzahara. Okay. Shmuel Amar Adchiu Kol Asherim Kulan Shkulin. Shmuel said. Shmuel said. So ha- there's this pasuk says leyatzev 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 lavo in shalom leyatzev lava. I think it's in shalom. Um, so the Rav darsh in the end in shalom shalom is tamir chamim. They won't have shalom. Um, but Shmuel is darshaning the first part. I think it's. Let me see. Um, is it Sorry. Uh, all right. I don't know. Um, anyway, so oh, anyway, so he's darshaning that Yetziah and Bia, and he's saying. That uh, all the all the sharim are, are going to be shkulim. Like all the prices in the market are going to be the same. And people explain it based on this tziyah and biyah that's going out and coming back in. That because the the area will be closed off to to um, exchanging uh, pro- products from one area to another, no one will be going out, no one will be going in. So the prices won't be uh, won't vary as much. All kind of kind of stay stay stable, and it won't go up. Won't, won't have like a flourishing market because there won't be export and import. That's kind of the idea, because things, I guess, Amisra will be shut off to some extent. Um, okay, so, Amar B'chinina, Eim ben David ba'ach dag So, if a sick person, they're looking for a remedy um, for their sickness, the doctor says, well, you should, uh, you should eat a fish. If that's the case, when that's the case, um, they won't be able to even find the fish for the, for the sick person. 
because it's going to say, "As Ashkiah I will clear their water when our tam kishemen olich, and their their uh, rivers will run like oil." So kind of the oil will be very thick, and it'll be hard for fish to to be in there. Pollution. Yeah, possibly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and afterwards it says, and, and I'll matzmiach karen the Vig Israel. So these are other things that are, are going to happen around that time. It's just interesting, like, why? Like, where? what's the impetus to go to, to, like, tag on all these things to this time period? There's some, I mean, there's probably a precedent saying, maybe the go, 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 go. There's precedent somewhere where it's saying that things are going to be bad. I think they're, like, tagging on um, tough things. I don't know. Like, there's a certain axiom. Things are going to be rough. Before the Mashiach comes, I, I do wonder to what extent some of this is is allegorical. Yeah. Some is when they say "en dag Yeah, really? What does is that, that mean? what they mean? Yeah, yeah. Because they they do speak allegorically. Yeah, totally, totally. I, I believe like what's not allegorical is that there is an axiom, like a certain uh, foundation, that things are going to be rough at that time. Like mm-hmm. what exactly? All the details. That's something else. Maybe they're saying something else deeper. But we've seen already, like the last daf and this daf, it's like a lot of things going on there. Um, so here's another one. Amar Rav Chama Bar Chanina. Ein ben David ba ad shetichlem machut hazala 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 miYisrael. Shenemar becharet azil azal zalim b'mazmerod. Uchtiv batrei betehi uval shaila shem tzvaot im am mushach umurat. So he says Ben David is not going to come until the machut hazala. I think it's zola or zala. Um, it is. Its its reign is done in, in Israel. So the question is, what is this machut hazalah? Is it Rome? Is it like other Israel is not going to no longer be under the dominion of of this of the Rome, or, or is it talking about Misrael in Israel? I think Rashi goes with the, the latter here. Mm, um, yeah. Now Israel won't have any shilton at all. We'll get to a place where Israel will be so, uh, so um, on a, such a low level that they won't have any um, stature, political stature. Yeah, they won't have any shilton, or even kalavadala. So that's he's explaining it on, on Israel. But another, another, I think it's, we have the uh, Steinzels, he goes a different way there. He says he's talking about the Roman Empire, and they, because they won't have control over us. Um, so uh, a nation will be... Uh, uh, the nations will serve, like, serve Israel as a prize to God, and they'll be um, they'll be hairless and the moshach uh, scattered, so, um, scattered and, and scattered. Same idea, like they'll kind of be lacking, lacking shilton, lacking power. Um, we're gonna see someone else says this later on, also. Um, yeah. So that's like, apparently that's before Meshavindavidi will come and fill that gap and then he'll build up the, the government. Amar Zeri Amar Bichanina. Ein ben David ba ad yichlu gasea ruach Israel. This is already pointing us to something else, I think. This is what I wanted to focus on. But what what can we do in this process of bringing Mashiach? So one is like, well, it's hard to think about like when God, when he says the government, people aren't going to be in government. What does that mean exactly? Um, that could be understood like negative people in the government will be removed, possibly. Um, so, so maybe we have to focus on trying to restore a positive uh, ethical government. But here's another one that we can focus on in terms of things that we can do. David, ben David's not going to come until the Gaseruach are gone. 
So we, it's, it's something we can work on, trying to get rid of our gase ruach, our arrogance. Shneemar, ki az asir mekerbecha alisei gavatecha. In that time, God will remove from, from within us all the, uh, the gava. Uchtivi sharti bekerbecha am ani vedava chasu b'shem Hashem. So Rashi says, v'chasu b'shem Hashem. He says, uh, where is it? Um, so those who are going to they're going to be those that remain after God removed all the gabtani, all the arrogant people so that's something to think about like well if we want the Mashiach to come and if we believe that the approach is that we through our actions we can bring the Mashiach that's one thing to focus on trying to be work on our humility we're going to see that a few of them are connected to the same similar theme uh, going forward so this, we kind of saw this before, it's the government's going to be, right? there's going to be no government um, uh, people, but here, um, Rashi, there's a Rashi in Likute Rashi, that only came to through this book, it, um, the Sifta pointed me there, um, it's not even on this daf, it's like, uh, Rashi wrote different stuff in different Gemara, sometimes they bring them and they reference them here, um, or sometimes he wrote stuff on the riff. He has like a few, Rashi had like a few um, Girsa'ot of things that he wrote. And sometimes they'll get a few um, editions of his comments. So sometimes they'll bring other editions of his comments or things he, that he wrote that they, t- they put on the, the page of the riff. So uh, Rashi says here that, um, what are these, so it says, Benavi's going to come only when there's no, um, there are no officials. And the question is, what does that mean? It's like, why, why, why is that important that there be no officials? That seems like a so it could be that, well, Amisha doesn't have leaders. But another one is that Rashi says that the, the evil leaders will be gone. It says, uh, Could it mean anarchy? That there are no leaders? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's one option. Another one is the Shoftim. Uh, Rashi says, uh, Rashi says, anyway, I wrote it down, but Shoftim Ra'im, Shoftim Ra'im, there's no Shoftim Ra'im anymore. So I think that's another aspect here where you have the Gaseroch, the arrogance. You have if people are shoftim uh, are not uh, not um, implementing justice. That's a big thing. Also, it's like these are things we can do. We can try to fight for like social justice or justice in the world, good things to, to bring about this messianic period, kind of set the stage for the Messiah to come. Um, and that pasuk has a part here where it says vasir kol bedilayich. It's not brought here. It's like the Gomer. The Gomer, sometimes that's like the most important part. So the Asira Kobidilaich. And Rashi on that says here, Asira Kobidilaich was Bidilaich Hamudalim Am. So God will remove all the Bidilaich, those who move Dalim, those are separated. Bidilaich from Badel, it's from separate. Those are separated to be the head of the nation. That's what it says. I'm going to remove all those Bidilaich, those on, on the head. Um, and it says here, Vashiva Shoftaich. Um, where is it? Um, no, uh, God will return the Shoftim. So some people say God's going to return the Shoftim. That means there weren't, there aren't going to be Shoftim at that time. Or it could be God will return the righteous judges. Um, so here's another thing. Again, this is on the same concept of you need proper judges. Um, here's Ula continues with that, and here's adding on another thing that, that can be that can guide us. Mar Ula Jerusalem is only going to be um, uh, liberated through through tzedaka. So that's another thing is to do tzedakah, to be involved in justice, justice and kindness. What, what year is this? When Ula's speaking? Yes. 
um, I don't know exactly what Ula was, but Amorim are after the third right. century. So. Right. Okay. So I mean, by then the courts probably weren't what they were. Yeah. Three hundred years before. Or mm-hmm. Yeah. You're saying you're reflecting on like what they were seeing and thinking. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know what the status of the courts were in Ula's. What Ula was. Yeah. You're saying that they're trying to give Musar to their generation to a certain extent. Yeah. Yeah. Um, to look into that, it's a good point. Um, <coughs> yeah. Amarav Papa. Okay, so now Amarav Papa is saying, Ibatile Yehiri, but Batle Amgushi. Ibatle Daini, Batle Gezirfti. They sound like uh, Yiddish foods or something like that. <laughs> Um, <coughs> so, okay, so it's just continuing the same theme. Ibatli Yehiri, Batli Amgushi. So, what does this mean? Yehiri are arrogant people. So again, he's going to say, this is what happens. If we can get rid of our arrogance, if we can get rid of our negative bad judges, um, we'll, ha- we'll be able to have these positive things happen. So, Yehiri is the arrogance, and um, Amgushi is um, these Persian um, witches. That would bring, um, that would inflict Israel, Rashi says, and so through, so through us removing our arrogance, we'll be spared that punishment. In addition, if we remove our bad judges, Batli Gezirti, and that is, um, these are these are shof team of the of the nations that would that would hit Israel with with uh, with rods. So we'll be spared of that one also. Um, I think this point has to like again doing something that you can remove other negative things and bring the bring a more redeemed world. Ibadli Yehiri, Ibadli Amgushi Dichtiv Etzroch Kibor Sigayich Latzir Kobedi Laich. Rashi says Etzroch Kibor Sigayich Rabim Gdolim Begasutam Etzroch Vesakemimcha Azayas Sira Kobedi Laich. Once I remove the Bor Sigay the Sigim the neg- the Dras, um, God will. Um, then remove the bedilayich. These these people, um, the, the witches. The e batli daine batli gazirti dichtiv isir Hashem mishpat mishpatayich mishpatech pana oivech. When God when the mishpat the bad mishpat is removed, the oivim will also be removed. So here we're going to go into a few statements or three statements of Rabbi Yochanan that are connected, but they're um, they're still in the same theme of what's going to what's going to happen near the end, and we're going to see this. Pretty cool statement of um, what we'll see in a moment. If you see a generation that's going and, and de- de- declining, um, hold, uh, that's a sign that Mashiach is going to come. Hakelo, be ready for Mashiach. Bet am ani toshia. So I think the decline, at least according to this, is ani could be in poverty. Amar um, another statement. Rabbi Yochanan. If you see a generation where it's having a lot of afflictions, like like a river, the mountains so it's flowing like a river. Hakelo, wait for him. Shneimar, kiavo benar tsar beruach Hashem no sesabo, and the the spirit of God, um, the breath of God drives him. Samichle uvalitzion goel. So it says just the tsar, the tsarot are going to be like a nahar, and right afterwards it says then the goel will come. And here's another statement, which is a really interesting statement. There are two explanations to this. Rabbi Yochanan says, Right? So, 
make up your mind. Is it <laughs> two really opposite things? Abiyachan says, uh, Mashiach's not going to come only in a generation that's completely innocent. Or was it Kulo Zakai? Was it, which was the first one? Um, Zakai. Kulo Zakai. Uh, or, or, no, no, no. Or, no. It could be that or it could be the opposite. In a generation that's completely, uh, completely liable for, for all their sins. So which one is it? Make up your mind. Um, so there are two explanations to reconcile this. Um, the Gras says that the common theme that the Gras is the common theme that links the both of them is that they aren't hypocrites. People are just being what they are. If they're if they're uh, they believe in it, they're going to go with it. There's going to be a lot of truth at that time. Truth is going to be something uh, <sighs> something. And people, are, if they don't believe in it, they're just going to say, "I don't believe it. I'm, I don't have to, I'm not going to fake it." Um, Rav Cook has a deeper explanation of this in his Mamar Hador, where he says it, the generation is going to have two sides, two aspects to it. There's going to be Kulozakai. And Kulochayav, everybody, not separate people like the Grad, different types of people. Everybody's going to be Kulozakai. Says in the generation of Mashiach, we see all they're, gonna, they're not going to stand in front of their parents, they're not going to do good things. Um, he says that's that's the externals. They're going to be acting kind of against the Torah, but on the in, inside of them, they're on a higher, they're on a super high level. Um, they're they're Kulozakai. They're pure. He says, and that's to, to that's the point to the idea that you know, in the times of Mashiach, Rav Kook saying his time, and he wrote this in like the beginning of the 20th century. He says. Our generation is a Dorniflat. It's a wonderful generation. The older generation not giving them what they need spiritually and emotionally and psychologically. And therefore, they're going against the Torah. So on one hand, they're on a high level. They need really like high-level Torah. On the other hand, they're not receiving it, so they're going against the Torah. That's the Kulo Zakai, is their high level. Kulo Chayav is on the outside. You, you can't see it. And that's why they're, the, that, that community sets up all these Balchuvi Yeshivas, Homi'ir, and these other things. They're trying to teach people deeper levels of Torah to kind of connect the nation and bring out their inner zakaut. So that's kind of two approaches to that. Are they doing their misdeeds, B'Shem Shemayim? Like they're rebelling, but they're aware that there's a higher... No, they don't even know. That's why he says we have to show them the path. Because people don't even know that they're doing it. He says, like, people are setting the land. People, these people on one hand, they're completely going against the Torah in his time. On the other hand, they're at least not religious. But they're settling the land of Israel. They have high ideals. They want to build up the land and... Cetera, cetera. And he says, I see these settlers as not completely people. My colleagues see them as sinners. I see them as people, I, I, idealists. And we have to find them Torah that matches with that. Mm. And then they can bring that out. And really, he just started a whole movement where settlers kind of came into the Torah, into Merkazarab and that community. And the um, question is, like people ask today, okay, that was 100 years ago. What about our generation? What would Rob Cook say about We're in the postmodern uh, reality where things are a little bit different now. People aren't as idealistic. How, what do you say about our generation now? So... Uh, that's a question. B'dorsha kolos... What's the source? B'dorsha kolos akai dikhti v'amcha v'amcha v'amecha kolam tzadikim l'olam yeshu aretz that your gen... It's going to be a door that's completely uh, innocent and what's the source for that? It's a, a pretty clear pasuk. Your generation is completely tzadikim l'olam l'olam yeshu aretz they're going to eternally um, inherit the earth which is the, the world to come. God saw there wasn't a person. There wasn't an intercessor. God saw that um, there was nobody to, uh, nobody, nobody there to. Uh, there was nobody there. Nobody. It, the generation wasn't in a good place, and God said, "Well, nevertheless, I will bring the Gula for my sake, and not for not because of their behavior." It's just interesting to point out these two kim are not not um, adjacent to each other. People point this out. The first one's from Yechezka Lamebet. The other one is Yechezka Kaftet. So, I discussed that. 
Amar Rabbi Alexandria. Is it really? For, I mean, I get struck by lightning. I mean, wasn't the, the promise to Abraham that, and if God is good, he obviously doesn't lie. So I mean, ultimately, this is the end game. It has to be. It has to be that God will we'll redeem. Right. I, I mean, mm-hmm. not that everybody gets to go. I don't know. You could play. say you could say there was a. I mean, what kind of covenant was it? A normal covenant is you both sides to play their part. If he went into a covenant with God, you could, you could one could argue that you know covenant has you have conditions. I mean, that's Egypt, like the three Egypt. the three shroud. But if you go to Egypt, I mean, we were one level, yeah, to non-existence. Yeah, at least some interpretations I've heard mm-hmm. is the reason we were freed was because. Yeah. We, yeah, and you can also say like even let's say let's say you do accept the you don't. Represented as a covenant, but that for sure is God's going. It's going to be a happy ending. The question is, how is that happy ending going to come? Is it going to come because we merit it, or is it going to come we don't merit it, and God will force it upon us through through suffering? So, well, this sort of implies one way or the other. Yeah, this 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 accepts the two different approaches. Yeah, um, but if you accept Ralph we Cook's approach, it's not even talking about right. um, the method of how other redemption, but kind of discussing the psychology of the of the nation. But yeah, there are two opinions. We saw this. Rabbi Yeshua and Rabbi Eliezer. There's a machloket on that. How much uh, is, is going to be... We're gonna see, there will be a reconciliation of that going forward. So uh, I'll bring our attention to that. Like what you mentioned also. If you, uh, okay. Rabbi Alexandri, Rabbi Yeshua uh, ben Levi. Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi did this. Rami TV brought Chipsukim. Oh, here it is. Here's the reconciliation. <laughs> uh, that was quick. Um, <laughs> the Pasuka says I, God, will, God says I will bring it in its time it, God says in its time I will hasten it so again make up your mind if it's in its time you're not going to hasten it if you're going to hasten it's not in its time so how do you explain it if they, were, if they merit it God will bring it God will hasten the, the redemption if not it will come in its time so here's a w- way to deal with that. Like, okay, maybe it's it's for sure going to happen. They're promised to Abraham, but it doesn't mean that it's not, it's going to be easy. You know, we have our we have to play our part. I think that's the theme I was talking about. Is do our part. Um, yeah. Some people say the beita is uh, there's beita with a taf, but you can also say beita with a tet. Sometimes if we're not in in line, God will give us a little bit of a pot or something. <laughs> <laughs> Va'aru come the Mashiach will come. Daniel says the Mashiach will come. The Anani Shmaya, like in the likeness of a person, the Mashiach will come with with these clouds of glory. But another source says it will come as a as a poor person riding on a donkey. Here's the poor person riding on a donkey. So make up your mind: is it coming in this extravagant way, or as a poor person on a donkey? And Rashi says he connects it to the previous Machlokit. Is he coming with Anani Kavod really quickly? A hasten, it got in a in a hastened way, or is it coming like a poor person on a donkey coming in a lazy way, slowly? So which one is it? Um, so, um, okay. There's a there's a, a, a Persian <coughs> king named Shapur or Shfor in Hebrew or Aramaic. Um, he said it, the Shmuel. I'm reading to Mashiach. So we're, on the, we're we're back again to this concept of the of the uh, of that we're talking about this concept of Hamor of the um, of the donkey. He goes, you say your donkey, your, your Mashiach's going to come on a donkey. Well, why does he have to come? Why why is he coming such a uh, in such a disgraceful way? 
uh, I'll send you my best limousine and have him come in that. Ishtale susya baraka. I'll give him my 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 one of my good horses to eat. Amarle me eatlach, but you have a horse that has um, a, a thousand different eatlach bar chivar gavne that has like a thousand different types of colors on it. Um, well, I saw one person says uh, the Aruch says that chavar could also be chazar, which in Persian means. Um, Thousand, there's a thousand different gavne, um, different types of colors. So, on one hand, this donkey is something. It's a poor person on a donkey, and they hand the donkey something special. It has a thousand different colors. And even if you provided a, uh, a Cadillac or some sort of other wonderful car instead of that, um, or his sore. It reminds his, you that's a horse of a different color. Mm-hmm. Why didn't you say so? What? Yeah. Wizard of Oz, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why didn't you say it's a horse of a different color? Yeah, um, yeah people. Uh, one more thing. People are critical of Ralph Cook's approach and that he was viewing the settlers as like this first stage of, of the Mashiach. Because like, we're not your Hamor of your Mashiach. We're not like, we're the Homer. We're not your Hamor. We're not your. Okay, here's a little story. Um, it's connected in that uh, someone's asked. So it's, we'll see how it's connected. But Abishub and Levi, it's a little story with Eliyahu and Avi. And he's going to ask, like, when's the Mashiach going to come, etc. So I I was hanging out with Eliyahu the Habikai the Mar. I was hanging out at the at the um, where Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai was buried. I was hanging out there, and all of a sudden Eliyahu and Avi came by. So we had we had a discussion. Eliyahu the Habikai who was standing on the petach of the Mara of the cave of Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai. Amarle Atina laAlma daati. So Rabbi Shimon Bar Levi got right to the point. Am I going to get into the next world? Amarle. If God wants this Adon, if God wants you to get into the next world, you get in. I only see two of us here, and I, th- I heard a third voice, which is God's here present with us. I heard only two of us, me and Eliyahu, and there's a third voice, God's here. So, so he asked him, So he asked him another question. He goes, so when's the Mashiach going to come? So uh, Eliyahu says, well, don't ask me. Go ask the Mashiach. Well, um, excuse me, where is he sitting? Where is he? So he goes, He's sitting on, at the, uh, at the um, the, the um, entrance of town. So it's, uh, here's the entrance that he's sitting at the entrance of town. The town, town gates. So, so, my, my simane, so how will I know that it's Mashiach? I mean, there's a lot of people sitting there. Yativ Bene, he's sitting between the Anim, the Anie and the, the suffering, the suffering people. And they're all, um, they're all, Sharobasiri Bachadzine. They all remove their bandages at one time. They remove like all their bandages at one shot. But he removes his bandage one at a time to check to like, you know, to heal his, his sores, his wounds. <clears throat> Why does he do that? Because he's like, listen, if I get called up to Milui, if I get called up to be the Mashiach, I can't come there with like all these like open wounds, so I can only open one at a time. Um, which I think this idea is like showing it's interesting. The Mashiach will know possibly that they're a possible candidate for Mashiach. And he's already planning, uh, planning that. Um, so he goes. All the other people are chadzimna ihu shari chad vasir chad. Picks off one and they puts one back on. Amar dima bibaina delo delo ekev. The only way I need to like because maybe because I don't because maybe I'll get called up and I don't want to make I don't want to hold it up. I want to be ready to be, to go be the, to, to serve as the Mashiach. 
so that's how he said. I want to go ask, go ask Mashiach when he's going to come. How he knows Mashiach? That's how you know this. This is a sign. So okay, he went to him. He found him, and uh, the Mashiach said, uh, "Shalom Aleicha, Shalom Aleicha, Rabbi Omari." Amali Shalom Aleicha, Bar. No, so he said to him, "Shalom Aleicha, Mashiach." And he goes, "Shalom Aleicha, Bar Levi, uh, you're a son of Levi." Amale, so so when are you coming already? Eman Ale, Eman Adimar. Amale, Hayom. Oh, it's good that you asked. Today I'm actually coming. Um, Atta, so so we go. He's like excited. He goes back to Eliyahu. He's like, this is great. Amale. So Eliyahu is like, so what, what? What happened? What did he talk? What did he say to you? Amar Malacha. Amale. Shalom Malacha Bar Levi. Said he said Shalom Malacha to me. And so Eliyahu Navi says, oh, so you asked about if you're going to get along. Bar now you know you, you're going to have it. You're secure. You're secure. You're going to go to Alam Bar. He said Shalom Malacha. He goes, that's good, but I mean, I'm, I'm now a little bit doubting, his, uh, doubting him because he says he's going to come today, but in the end, he lied. He didn't come. He goes, I'm only shkore ka shakar bi. He, he lied to me, so how do I know that's even right that I'm going to have Olam Abba? He said to me, hayom, hatina velata, he didn't come. I said, ah, Amale Eliyahu took his thumb. I said, Amale hache, Amalecha, hayom, imbo kolotishmao. He forgot, he said, hayom, parentheses, if you listen to God's name, God's word. So, um, so that's the story. <laughs> um, so here you see again. This this is talking about God. Uh, we can hasten the redemption. Ayom bikolot tishmau. And the, there's also another concept that Mashiach um, maybe knows that they're a candidate for Mashiach. So here's a, a, a little bit with Rabbi Yossi ben Bar Kisma. Shalu tamidav Rabbi Yossi ben Kisma. Imatai ben Daviba. Again, I asked him, "When's Mashiach going to come already?" Um, so I would like to tell you, but I'm afraid you're going to ask for me like you always do. You're going to ask, always ask for me some sort of magical sign that I'm right. And I don't feel like getting into that right now. So I don't want to answer this because you're going to do all these things and it's not, I'm not in the mood. Don't worry. We're not going to ask him. We're not going to ask a sign from you. Because okay, okay, fine. I'm like the sheep. So I'll tell you when it's going to happen, and I won't give you a sign that it's true. Like she po hashara nevi po vivne po. Because when the shar, when the the gate will fall down of Rome and then be raised up, then fall down, then be elevated once more, and then you can't build it once more. So there's, there's definitely some symbolism here. I didn't look into it really, but so and it won't be picked up until Ben David comes back. So they go Rabenu. Um, come on, please. Maybe you could just anyway give us give us a sign. They go. I told you that I'm not going to do that for you. Lokachamarti, uh, Didn't you tell me that I don't have to give you a sign? Uh, so he goes Amrulo. They said to him, Well, nevertheless, still maybe you can still give us a sign. So he goes. He says to him, Okay, I'll give it to you. If all the water in the the banyas, the uh, it's a location in Jordan? Northern Israel. Northern Israel. All, the, all the water from Jordan goes... Where we raft. No, it's actually before the Jordan. It's about is even before. It delivers into the Jordan. But it delivers into the Jordan. Yeah. yeah. It comes from high Exactly, up. yeah, yeah. There's a picture of that. In the they have them in Texas also. Same kind of uh, banyos. Yeah. Same thing, yeah. So he says, May Merat Pamias. If they turn into the blood, um, then you'll know that I'm right. They turn into blood. So there's a lot going on there. I don't, I don't know what... But I'm... I'm, I'm it sounds to me like the conversations you had with your opponent yeah. about this. What, they're like... The, the, you weren't the first one. Yeah, yeah. They kind of... Uh, they didn't want to get involved with that. No, the same, right? Yeah. Students asking their rabbis... They're saying, just get ready, 
and you're asking when, and they're telling you, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, get, just get, be prepared, yeah. and you keep insisting, when is it, yeah, yeah. right? It's, yeah, 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 yeah. It's the same conversation. Yeah. Though, so. It's no yeah. different. But my feeling is, like, there's a, there's a middle space where it's, like, I'm focused on getting ready, but I have a goal. Like, I feel like, it's just go learn Gamar. It's, it's important, but you have to have, like, an overarching goal, and I know where you're going. Where's the goal? Well, yeah. Um, Marlen. So here's, like, another statement. Of his, of his. It's, uh, it could be connected, it could not. Rashi tries to connect it, but it's, I don't know. Shaptirato, in his de- <coughs> in the time of his death, he said to him, um, embed my arom, my casket, in the ground. She ain't called Dekel, because going forward, there's no tree, no Dekel, Shibavavel, in Babylonia, that, that, that the horses of the Persian, the Persian horses will not be tied upon it, and there's no aron in the ground, there's no <coughs> casket in the ground, that it, of, of Israel, that the, their horses won't eat from them. Okay, so we have another statement connected to him. Rashi connects it to Gogo Magog, which I don't know. Um, all right, so here's another one. Uh, Amarav, another statement of how we... So we're still going. We're almost done with these uh, signs of when's Mashiach going to come. Amarav, There's going to be Mahut Rasha'al Yisrael Tishachodashim. Nine months. There's going to be uh, this evil... Uh, Evil rulership of Israel. Shenemar lachen yitnem ad et yoledah yoledah vieter echav yeshivun abnei Israel. So he's connecting uh, the pasuk's connecting it to birth a birthing process. So that's interesting to think about. You know the idea that there's a concept of chavle Mashiach. We're going to talk about in a moment. I think this is like the, the prelude to that. This idea that in the time of Mashiach there's going to be these birth pangs. So here's the idea of birthing. There's nine months of something bad, and then, then something good's going to happen. We're going to talk exactly about this Chavlei Mashiach right now. Um, so, so this is a int- little interesting discussion. So we talk, this is now the second part of our Gemara. It's kind of a discussion of, do I want to be around at the time or not? Uh, it's like all these amazing things on one hand. On the other hand, it's kinda, on the other hand, some tough times. So um, there's a... It's sort of like before it became fashionable to be in the, in the room. A dad... Would come from the waiting, you know, from the waiting room, and you see the baby all wrapped up, cleaned, and ah, it's a baby. Now, of course, it's much different. You're there yeah. for the blood yeah. and the pain, and you know, it, it, it's that's good, right? Because mm-hmm. yeah. it used to be, there was no fuss, no much. You know, you, you came, you dropped your wife off, you went to the waiting room, you had a cigar, yeah. and the baby. Mm-hmm. Ah, this is not so bad. Mm-hmm. Now it's like whoa. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like well, it's a little more graphic. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, but uh, yeah. you're gonna see. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I like the idea. It's like the the this 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 model of um, birthing because it connects the two stages pretty seamlessly. It's like it, it's one leads to another, and it's it, it's needed that pain in order the to process birth something we talked about. Yeah, right? it's a process exactly. Um, so there's two sides to it. So like you said, is before and after. So. Um, so there's a discussion. Amar Ula, yeti velo. So let it come, but let me not see it. Meaning maybe after my death, let it come, so I don't have to see it. It's too, it's too tough. Too, too, too many bad things gonna happen. Then Raba also agreed. Yeti velo lo ich mine. I don't want to see it. Rav Yosef, on the other hand, said yeti, let it come and let me be zocha. Let me merit to sit in the shade of the uh, excrement of the um, of the Hamor of the donkey of Mashiach. So he has a little bit different approach than them. Um, it's interesting to put out, to point out that Rav Yosef was blind. So I don't know if that's connected. Like they, let, they said, let me be there, but let me not see it. He's not going to see it either. So I don't know. 
um, but some yeah okay Amale Abai um, yeah he also was a, a, an ascetic he fasted like different 40 days 40 days so maybe for him he was able to deal with some of that stuff he's like he's willing to suffer the blunt of that in order to really see all the, all the miracles but his sight will be restored in the name of Sheikh what? won't his sight be restored we have, Rav Yosef yeah. No, in the Yemei Mashiach, uh, right? the blind will see. And yeah, that's true. Yeah. So after, yeah, yeah, after. yeah, there are later stages. This is even this is pre-Mashiach. This is like there's pre-Mashiach, there's Chavlei Mashiach, there's Mashiach, and then there's later stages of Yemei Mashiach, and there's Olam Haba. So there's different stages. This is Chavlei Mashiach even before that. Malei Abai LeRaba. We're just reading as Rab. There's two gears out here. So Abai says, "You said that you don't want to see it. Um, so why don't you want to see it at that time? Because of the Chavlei Mashiach, Chavlosha Mashiach, the birth pangs of Mashiach. Is that why you don't want to be around?" But listen, uh, you can be spared of that, of those birth pangs. I'll tell you why. Shalutam, because as it says in the Brayta, Shalutam Rabbi Rabbi Elazar. How can someone be, be, be saved, um, protected from the birth pangs of Mashiach? Learn Torah and be involved in giving the Chasidim. So again, this is another directive for us in terms of wanting to, in terms of, yeah. Uh, Amar, and you are a person of Torah and a person of giving the Chasidim, so you're, you're, you're safe. Because, well, I know this, in general it's true, but I'm afraid Shema Yigromachet. So nobody's perfect, and I might have a, you know, I might fall off the derrick, or I might have a bad day, and I don't want to be caught up on that one sin. So I'm, I'm afraid of that too, and that's why I don't want to be there, because it, it could happen to me too. Kedarav Yaakov Bar, so now they're going a little bit of a, an ex, um, tan, a small tangent on this idea of Yigromachet. Anybody know where that's, another place where this appears? Shema Yigromachet? Um, with Yaakov, does that sound familiar? Where God said, don't be afraid, uh, I'm going to be with you. And then Yaakov was still afraid. And, and commentators say, why was he still afraid? Um, it's because he was afraid, even though God says, gonna be, if God promises you, why are you afraid? Because, so God can promise something, but if I can cause, my sins can still... So that's what they're going to bring right now. It's Brian Rashi, this one. Um, on the on the Chumash. Um, I, okay. Because Rabbi Yaakov Baridi, the Rabbi Yaakov Baridi, Rami Ktiv, on one hand says, God says, "Hina nochi imchash marticha b'cholashetalech." I'm going to guard you in everything you do. Uchtiv vayira Yaakov meod vayitzer vayetzerlo. Shayam itzer Hashem yigromachet. Kedetanya ad ad yavor amcha Hashem. This is another case of Hashem uh, yigromachet. As it says in a brayta, ad yavor amcha Hashem zobi arishan. As the pasuk says, we read it every day in, in Shirayam. This is what's the repetition? Why amcha amcha? So one is talking about the biyari shana um, in the time of Yeshua, and the other one's talking about the biyashniyah in the times of Ezra, two comings to Israel. Amcha amcha. So they should be similar too. So Am Yisrael should have had a miracle, just like in the first time they crossed through the Jordan and they had miracles. So too in the second time. And they shouldn't have been had forced to send for. Uh, they shouldn't have to get re- permission from Korish. They should have just been coming, leaving. Rashi says, without the permission of Paras. But they didn't because she uh, the chet caused it, the sin caused it. That's another thing we could you know, stay away from sins. It's another thing to think about. Uh, so Rabbi Yochanan says the same thing. I, I I wanted to come for sure. I wanted to come, but I just don't want to see. Marish Lakish, my time. So it says in, the, in those times, there's going to be a. Um, this is brought in. 
This is brought in Amos. And um, so in that time, there's going to be a case where somebody runs away from from a uh, lion. Ever had a, mor- a morning like this or, like, or a day like this or, like, or moments in life where some, you do one thing and you find, something falls, you pick it up and something else falls and you pick that up and like, everything just keeps going wrong. And it's like, so that's the same thing. You run away from the lion and all of a sudden a, a, a bear comes and attacks you. Um, it says another thing is um, you, you come to your house and you're finally, I got home, well, I'm relieved. Put your hand on the, on the wall and then a, and a snake bites you. So it's, there's, there are days like that. And that's what it's going to be like in the future. So he says, well, are you afraid of these kind of things, uh, Rabbi Yochanan? I'll bring you an example of his, how this can manifest itself in our lives, and it's not so scary. So, and I think it's like interesting because it's kind of saying like a lot of these, you can really make these miracles, these miraculous things in the future, something more tangible like you were talking about. Somebody, somebody was talking about like, like there's this idea like bread is going to be uh, grow on trees, it says in the time of the Mashiach, something like that. And people say, well, today you can just go to the supermarket and buy bread. And that's a, you have to go. Yeah, you can order at Amazon. Exactly. Exactly. So he's like, he's saying, this could happen in our days in this way, and, and it won't be so scary. So it's like interesting, he's, he's, he's willing to connect it to our, our world, our worldly reality. Um, so he says, don't worry, here's an example of how this can manifest itself, and it's not scary, so you shouldn't be afraid. Here's an example. I'll show you an example from our world. A guard catches him in, in, the, in the field. This is like being uh, approached by a, a lion. <clears throat> you go and then, then you leave that, you escape that. You get into the city, and then a gabai, uh, a tax collector, comes up to you and tries to get money from you. So there's another example. So it doesn't have to be specifically these specific things. It be practical uh, applications. So you come into your house, and you, know, you go to lean on the wall um, on your house. You depend on your, your prosperity. And then you find that you're banav ubnotab mutalim barav, and they're hungry. And this is similar to somebody who, who a snake bit them. It's interesting to think about what the parallels between these three things and the other three things are, but no time to do that. Um, <clears throat> so, why, so why is Rabbi Yochanan afraid? It can't be because of that. Why is Rabbi Yochanan afraid? And this is actually a, an interesting piece here. So, so he brings up a suk. So Yermiyahu is saying, um, can, can, can men give birth? Why are these people holding their, their loins? Uh, it must be because they're in a lot of pain over something. He goes, Why uh, is his hands on his loins like, like a, a woman in birth? And, and their, their face turned green. So I'm going to go into each part of the basu. So I saw God. All the gvura. There's two panim. These they turn they turn green, above and below in the in the um, pamalia. I don't know what the translation of that is. Uh, the um, the courts or some sort of pamalia uh, shamal and pamalia shamata above and below in this world and in, in the higher worlds. Everyone's face is going to turn green in that time. And why is that? And God says, I, God takes a look at all of the cre- all of His creation. He says, "These are my creation, and these are my creations." Does that sound familiar to anybody? Masayadai, Ela Masayadai. There's a midrash says about um, yeah. So it's not this isn't it. This is similar. God looks at creation, and this idea of Masayadai is like a nice model, like for I guess our modern period. the drowning in the ones who want. Yeah, but this yeah. one's just talking about like God looks at. So here's Masayadam Masayadab, it's not in relation to Mitzrayim. <clears throat> but it's the same concept of God comparing creatures, not in a hierarchical fashion, but saying, These are my, my Masim, these are my Masim, I created them both. 
How can I, in the time of the future, how can God allow Israel to win over the other nations and destroy the other ones? They're both God's creations. So if someone's ox falls down, someone places, so someone has a, an ox, so he's explaining this kind of, someone in more of a hierarchical amount of it, Someone has an ox who does all the tilling in their work. That ox uh, dies, so there's a replacement for that. You have you bring in a not such a not as good one in that in that respect, but you bring in the, the horse, and the horse takes the place. And once the horse is already working and involved, then the uh, ox uh, revives itself. It's not clear that you're going to immediately replace it. You already have a system in place, and that's what he was. Rabbi Yochanan was afraid about, which is interesting, right? Like you would think, like I, you have all these other sources where it's like Amishel is going to be running the show. He's like, I'm afraid that in the future God will see things and uh, see different cre- creations and say, if Amishel is not doing Amishel sinning this and that, there's room maybe these other nations will, will, will take their place. When Amishel just chuva, I'm afraid that God will we have the, the hierarchy will kind of be broken down. But, but we have the Brit, so. The, so yeah. really, that should have. Yeah. So why is he afraid of that? Yeah. Right. Yeah. It doesn't say under condition. Yeah. So I guess maybe he's just afraid that like Amisha won't. All, there'll, there'll be times or moments when Amisha will go down and the nations will go up, and he's afraid of that. Not that they're going to go up forever, but it's, it's difficult to remove the horse when you already have him in place, um, and uh, and to put back the ox. So. But um, it doesn't say it's not going to go back. Yeah. Yeah. Um, are we going to say something? No. No. Okay. Um, Okay, so so now we're going to go. We're going. So now we're almost in the third topic. So so far we had the first topic was when's Mashiach going to come. The second topic was um, do we want to be there around at that period and like why or why not. Um, and now we're going to go into pretty soon we're going to go to the Mashiach's name. There's some symbolism there. Before that, before that, Rav Gido Amarav Atidin Yisrael Da'achlish Ne Mashiach. So he says in the future, Am Yisrael is going to benefit, really benefit, enjoy the times of the Mashiach. So here's like a positive side to the times of Mashiach. You have all these tough things, but on the other hand, there's going to be positive things. So Amar of Yosef, but immediately when you do that, it comes this, uh, another statement, a, like a doomsday statement. Amar of Yosef, Pshita, 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 is going to join themselves at that time. What, what are you talking about? It's going to be a great time. So, Pshita that they're going to join. Who else is going to join it? Chilek or Bilek? Achlu? So this is like uh, Plony Amor, like uh, John, uh, Joe, uh, Joe Shmo is going to enjoy it? Obviously, Am Yisrael is going to enjoy it at that time. What, what do you, what's your Chiddush? Um, so he goes, no. It's, it's, I'm saying this, Am Yisrael is going to enjoy themselves in the future world. This is La Puke to, to undo the statement of Rabbi Hillel that says, Ein Mashiach Yisrael. Whoa. He says, there's not going to be a Mashiach in Israel. So that's an intense statement. Shekvar achlu Because already benefited from all those things that they're going to have Mashiach in a time of Chizkiyahu. So obviously, like I was looking in the back of this book, and there's like a page or two on this. What he's trying to explain that no, he's not really saying there's not Mashiach. Don't worry, but he's saying that um, Mashiach will come, but we won't have all this like won't be a long extended period of of of, of pleasure because we already will receive that in a time of Chizkiyahu. But Mashiach will come. It'll be, it might be a shorter time of Mashiach, or it might be God will do it directly. It's not that Mashiach's not going to come. This so. said it was not Hillel the first, but yeah, this is not a, Hillel. a lesser. Uh, maybe was it Rob's or Rebbe's, yeah, maybe Rebbe uh, Hillel. This grandson is grandson or something like that. Yeah, this is. I don't even think this is. Is this a, a Tana? I don't know who this is. Maybe it's a. It's a more even. Um, and it says there's a Dalit here. So you're saying we should take it 
uh, not so. No, I, I think it's just like uh, Akiva. You know, they're also working in the Times, and right. he just bet on the wrong horse. Uh, that he's not going to come. Well, right. no, Akiva yeah. thought it was Barkovsky. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I mean, I was. I, yeah. yeah. We don't have the infallibility uh, no. concept, which no. is good. Yeah. Um, who knows? We still have it. I mean, maybe we're now in time. Things are really picking up. We have technology. We have all these blessings. Who knows? But it may be, uh, maybe it's not going... Who knows? You know? It's still... The jury's still... So we did get the miracle on 48. Mm-hmm. That they didn't get... Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so what's, what's Mashiach's name going to be? Okay, what's, what are we going to call him? Um, so... Amarav, lo, so, oh, so before that, though, before his name, we're going to a little piece here. Amarav, lo ivri ama, so why was the world created? We're going to, this is a segue into the idea of Mashiach. Amarav, lo ivri alma ilad davi, the world was created for davi. Shmuel Amar, the Moshe, Rabbi Yochan Amar, the Mashiach. It's like a, like a little statement in here. Um, Rashi says, the world was created for David, who, who sang God's praises. Um, the world was created for Moshe, who's Torah, who learned Torah. So the machloket, what's more important? Prayer or Torah? Mm-hmm. This is an interesting machloket, right? Um, Rabbi, Rabbi Nachman of Breslau says, Halavai, he brought this pasuk, from, this statement from Masechah Brachot, Halavai, palal adam kolayam, someone should like, pray all day if they could. We really should be doing that. And then as in Yeshiva, they go, Halavai, you should like learn all day. You know, so there are different approaches to this. So what was the world created? Um, and there's a third approach, Rabbi Yochan says, the Mashiach, and Rashi doesn't say what, what his statement is, but maybe you could say that it's talking about Torah Avodah Gimil Chasadim. Masechet Avot says maybe at that time there's going to be a lot of Chesed going on. So these are what was the world created for? Al Shachad Varim Alam Met Torah Avodah Gimil Chasadim. Maybe they want to give Chasadim. All right. So what's his name? Tavir Rabbi Shila Amar. So pay attention. Who's saying these statements? Rabbi Shila Amar. What's his name going to be? Shilo. I think the idea is that like he could be any of us. It's not something that's so far. Like if we're, it could be in our generation even. Rabbi Shiloh Mar Shiloh, Shneemar Ad Kiyavo Shiloh. The Verbi Yanai, he conveniently said his name's going to be Yinon, like Yanai. Shmo, Shneemar, Yehishmo, Lalam, Lifnei Shemesh, Yinon Shmo. Derbi Hanina, guess what he said his name's going to be? Amre Amar Hanina Shmo. Shneemar, Shelo, Etenlachem, Hanina, Vieshamrim, Menachem, Ben Chizkiashmo. Shneemar, Kirhaki, Menem, Menachem, Meshiv, Nafshi. Alright, here's something interesting. Here's something cute. The, the Gra takes the first letter of each of these names. Okay, so take the first one, Shiloh. Okay, hold that, Shin. What's the next one? Um, next one is Yinon, Yud. What's the next one? Hanina, uh, Hanina, Chet. What's the next one? Menachem, Mem. What does that spell? If you move it around. Mashiach. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what that, what, what that means, but um, it's interesting, right? Do you have like a... This says it has an aspect of each of those. Right, but that would switch to a take. Yes, yeah, so, so, yeah. A composite. So Right. So yes, yeah, so that each of these names could be hinting to something. Um, another aspect of that. So is is it going to be come through Chesed or Farah? Is it going through our merit or not through our merit? So if it's Chanina, so it's God bringing upon us through God's grace. If it's Menachem, it's also the same idea. And Yinon and Shiloh mean like the end. And I didn't couldn't figure out etymology, etymologically how that works, but they're based on the view that it's, it could come when God wants it to, uh, not necessarily in a, in a graceful way. So. There's another thing you could learn from this. If, if we hold that these these people were not arrogant, because you could ask, well, yeah. how can they say yeah. it's me, right? Mm-hmm. My name and all this. So if you say the opposite, what they're really saying, it could be me. Yeah. I'm not good enough. I haven't done enough mitzvot. I've not merited to be Mashiach, even though I could be the Mashiach. 
and they're each saying about themselves, we're not sufficient mm-hmm. to be Mashiach. They're really setting the bar for when we talk about doing mitzvot. The bar is very. I high. like that a lot. That's really good. Yeah. But also, it's consistent with what we think of the Lamed Vavniks that they didn't know who they they didn't know that they were a Lamed Vavnik, mm-hmm. and if any of them could have been Mashiach. Mm-hmm. Right. It's interesting that we saw a source where he did know he, he could be Mashiach. Yeah. They didn't know. Yeah. They didn't know. Yeah. Which it could be. So let's, let's try to get a, a little bit more here. Rabbanan Amri Chivra, the Debei Rabbi Shmo. This is going to be called uh, uh, the the paleness of, Rabbi, of of the house of Rabbi because he's going to be suffering all these. Uh, He's going to be suffering. He's going to be suffering. So if he's from someone who's alive, he'll be like me. Okay? Why? I am a person of I have prestige and power. I'm the I'm the the son-in-law of the Reish uh, Galuta. So he'll Mashiach will have power and, and prestige. So he'll be like me. If someone who's alive, he'll be like Rabbeinu Kadosh. Rabbeinu Kadosh was a chassid. If it's someone who, from someone who died, it'll be like Daniel Ish Hamudot. Um, yeah. So this is just last piece. Amarav Yehuda, Amarav Atid. God is in the future is going to raise uh, a, another David, not David Amelach, another David, because it says, "Vayadu et Hashem lechem ve'et David makam asher akim lahem." Hakim lo nemar el akim. I'm going to raise this, another person named David. So David too. Um, 2.0. David's always going to be Nasi. So I guess this person's understanding, Abai's understanding that, uh, Rav Papa's understanding that God will resuscitate David Mamash. Um, no, it's going to, they're both true. We're going to have the main David, which is David number two. And then his, uh, his uh, vice Kesar, his vice Caesar, um, is going to be King David. I guess he'll be resuscitated. Okay, that's good. That's good.